Welcome to the Owners Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Prue Chapman, and I'm here to help you create a better business. Over the past 10 years, I've built a global business from scratch that enables me to work from anywhere, which is sometimes in my hometown of Byron Bay, and quite often from the back of a camper van somewhere off the beaten track. Along the way, I've had the joy of mentoring some of the most successful creative entrepreneurs around. And here on the Owners Collective Podcast, I'm going to help you do the same. So get ready for a series of short, sharp throwdowns to help you build the business that's right for you. If you're keen to get started already, I've got a freebie for you. Head to theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale for my downloadable guide on how to grow your gig. Welcome back to the Owners Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Prue Chapman. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the pros and cons of membership sites. Now, this is something that I get asked all the time. And having run a membership site myself for about two years, I've definitely experienced the good and the bad with membership sites firsthand. Now, in full transparency, we don't run our membership site anymore. And in this episode, I'm going to talk you through why that is. Now, I think the bigger lure of membership sites is that people really want that reoccurring revenue. I totally get that. And that definitely does exist with membership sites. But what people don't often talk about is what it actually takes to get and to keep that revenue coming in. And most importantly, just how much profit you do or don't get to keep at the end of the day, because that's what we're interested in, as well as all the impact and the incredible change and the supporting your members. We also want to know, is this a profitable thing to do for your business? Or is it more like a hobby where you're going to invest a bunch of time and money and not get all of the returns out of it that you want? Okay. So the biggest myth that I want to bust right before we get going is that memberships are passive income streams. My friends, I promise you they are anything but passive. There's nothing passive about a membership site. And we're going to talk through that again in this episode. So here goes, guys. I wanted to kick off with the pros because if you are listening in, you're probably thinking about a membership site and thinking that this could be the solution to all of your problems. So let's look at the pros. Number one, the big one that I mentioned right from the start, which is reoccurring revenue, meaning that you're going to get income coming in month after month. So never do you have to start the month on zero again or hustle up clients. They're going to be in your membership. They're going to be paying you every month. And you're going to have that base of whether it's $1,000 a month, $5,000, $50,000, however much it is. And that's the real allure of membership sites is that re reoccurring revenue stream. So that's a wonderful pro. The second excellent pro about membership sites is that it's an easy entry price point, all right? So if you're already working with clients and, you know, there's a price for your one-on-one or perhaps for your signature online course, uh, then with a membership site, because it's a really leveraged model, meaning that you can do one-to-many within a membership site, you can offer it at a much lower price point, meaning that you can have bigger numbers in there and it shouldn't take any extra work, right? And also that you can offer it, I mean, the going rate for membership sites is between 30 and $50 a month. Now, I have seen membership sites that have been up to $200, $300, or even $500 a month. They're pretty rare and they're pretty exclusive. Most people are around that kind of $37 or $50 a month. Now, 
So that can provide a really easy entry point for clients that might've been wanting to work with you for quite a while, but they can't afford that one-on-one or that signature online course. They can jump right in. So that is definitely a pro to a membership site. Uh, Number three is that they can be wonderful for community vibes and community building, right? You've got all of your people, they're in your membership site, they're there month on month, week on week, day on day, and you can really build some wonderful relationships, nurture those relationships, not only between you and your members, but also between members as well, right? So community building is definitely a pro of membership sites. And then a fourth and the final big pro, big pro to membership sites uh, is that it can become a vault of information for your business, right? So you've been working on a bunch of checklists or downloadables or videos, and you can put all of those into your membership site. So it becomes this incredible vault or library of information. And also you're going to keep adding to this month on month, right? So it just grows and expands and becomes this wonderful place where you have so much value uh, to offer your members and also to call upon for anything future that comes up as well. So really, they're my top pros to the membership site. When you're looking at it from the outset, you've got that beautiful reoccurring revenue. You've got an easy access entry price point. It's wonderful for community building and it becomes a vault of information for your business. Wonderful pros. But let's have a little chat about some of the cons because particularly when people are encouraging you to start membership sites, they don't often talk about the cons. And I want to be really honest and really transparent with you guys about what we experienced over those two years. Now, before I go into the cons, I want to say that I loved our membership site while we had it live. Um, For all of those reasons, you know, it was wonderful community vibes. We had wonderful content in there, guest experts coming in. uh, And it was, we even were running a book club every single month. So there were lots of really incredible things about it. And particularly for the first year of running our membership, like me and my team, I just got a small team. There's three of us. uh, We were high on that membership site. We really, we loved it. But as that year kind of progressed, some of these niggling cons, they started out as a niggle and then they grew bigger and bigger. So here's what they were. Number one is that if you don't have a locking contract for your membership site, which most people don't, people will leave, your members will leave each month. All right. So people will drop off from your membership. All right. And that might be a few people a month. It might be a larger amount of people each month. And what this does, I mean, straight off the bat is it messes up that reoccurring revenue that you got into things for in the first place. Okay. So no contract, people can opt out whenever they want. And what this does in your member's psychology, which is really where I want you to jump in and have a think about things is that every single month when they see that direct debit coming out of their account or that charge to their credit card, it is a decision-making point about, are they getting enough value out of your membership to stay there? Now, this shouldn't be confused with how much value you're putting into your membership. Because I know if you're listening to this, you just want to love up on your members. You want to give them everything that you can. You've got, like I said, the checklist, the downloadables, the expert sessions. Um, You might even go and meet your members live out in the community. I don't know. I know that you're going to be providing an incredible amount of value. However, your member, I mean, they've got their own life going on. They're running their own business. So maybe they're not utilizing all of that value that you're putting down. And so every single month when they see that charge, it is a decision-making point for them about will they keep their membership or will they cancel it? 
Okay. So the con here is, like I said, your reoccurring revenue disappears with that member. But also, and I think this is really important, is that it's really deflating for your team. You know, for us, there was three of us working on this every single day. We loved it. We were just jam-packing it with as much value as we could. Every single week, we were asking ourselves, how can we provide more value? How can we provide more value? And the more that we added, it didn't necessarily retain our members because, like I said, it's their option, their choice about whether they tap in and utilize all that value. So that's the first con. Kind of related to that is the second one, which is if you do put in a lock-in contract for your membership, that might be six months or even 12 months, you're going to see a drop in your conversion. All right. So people are membership wary these days. And if you ask them to sign up to a long-term commitment, they're really going to have second, third, and fourth thoughts about that. Now, because there's a little bit of a background story to membership sites. So they really peaked, I think it was about four years ago, where Carrie Green from the Female Entrepreneur Association, she had an incredible audience. She offers wonderful value. She's been doing this for a very long time. I'm going to say about 15 years about, you know, really empowering female entrepreneurs and putting out a lot of content. So she had this incredibly large audience. She converted that over to a membership site and it was very successful. It was in my kind of view of things, it was the first one of its kind in this kind of realm. And it was very successful. She was making a lot of money. People were really happy. And so then all these how to start a membership site programs started jumping up. And then a lot of people started launching membership sites. So what happens when that happens in an industry is that people get a little bit fatigued. They go out and they try all those memberships because they've got that easy entry price point. However, they do get a little bit fatigued by it. They don't get the value because they're overcommitted and they're now cautious about signing up to memberships and particularly if there is a contract in place. Okay. So that's something you need to consider as well. Number one, if you don't have a contract in place, people will drop off. But number two, if you do have a contract in place or a minimum sign up, then your conversion is going to suffer. Number three for the cons is that the admin of a membership site is incredibly high. So one easy point to think about here is think about all those wonderful members that you've got on board, okay, You're giving them tons of value. And but just think about maybe there's 50 or 100. Think about how many payment plans that is and then how much opportunity there is for people's credit cards to expire, to fail or for them to be lost or stolen. And so every single month, there's going to be a process of getting new details from that member. Now, you can absolutely automate this. Uh, what I can tell you though, and this is shooting from the hip as well, sorry, shooting from the heart, I should say, because it's a truth, is that there's probably 80 to 90% of those members are not going to follow up really promptly on giving you their new credit card details. It's actually going to require someone from your team to physically contact them and to update their details. Now, when you have to do this every single month, this really does come at a cost to your business. And it's also incredibly boring work for whoever it is on your admin team doing it. So you need to start calculating some of the costs associated with your membership as well. Number four for the cons is that you're going to be continuously promoting your membership to make sure that you're refilling all of those members that drop off every single month. Okay, so it is like a constant, constant marketing machine for your membership site because it's not as though members come in and they all stay. They will naturally drop off and we call that a churn rate. So 
think about that is that you need to be constantly marketing your membership site and that can get pretty boring both for you and for your potential members and clients as well. Okay, number five in terms of the cons is that tech issues arise. So for a lot of my current clients who are thinking about membership sites, you know, they might be a massage therapist or they might be an interior stylist or an interior designer or, you know, these are typically professions that don't spend a lot of time in front of the computer. And when you run a membership site, it is a tech business. And so tech issues are going to arise, which means you're going to be spending a significantly increased time in front of your computer. Also, when things things go wrong with a tech business, uh, it's usually pretty expensive to fix them. Quite often, you can't fix them by yourself. You'll need to get your web developer to come in and to change and alter something. So tech issues are always apparent with an online business. And so it's something you need to factor into with your budgeting, with your membership site as well, is that things are naturally going to go wrong or you want to improve things and that's going to come at a cost as well. Number six, and this is a little bit of a controversial one, but it's definitely worth mentioning, is that you need to really dial in whether your members are getting the best results as a result of being in your membership site. Now, here's what I mean is when you run an online program, for example, different to a membership site, but when you run an online program, you identify the problem that your client or your potential client has, and then you have a very unique framework that you take them through that gets them the desired result when they finish or by the time they finish your online program. Okay. So it's very problem to solution with your unique special source in the middle. However, when you've got a membership site, uh, you typically are drip feeding content every month. It might be on a slightly different topic every month. There's not necessarily a framework for walking people from start to finish. So you need to question about when these members came in with a problem, are they actually getting the result that they needed? Now, if they're coming in because they needed community, they probably are getting that result. They're getting an increased community. However, if it's really a specific business outcome that they want, you need to question whether a membership site is the right way to go. Okay. And I want to be really honest about this as well. It's not, again, that you're not providing incredible value. It's just that the framework of a membership site is different to the framework of something like an online course. Okay. Now, number seven for our con, this is a big one. And to be really honest with you guys, this was the straw that broke the camel's back for me with our membership site. Okay. Now that is that you are going to get a different type of member in your membership site. And here's the reason is that you're charging that lower price point. All right. So it allows for some tire kickers to come in, some people to just come in because they, they want to download your stuff or check out what you're doing. Um, and so it is a different kind of member that you're going to, or well, that's going to walk in the doors of your membership, I should say. Now, to give you a little bit of background about this, um, when I started doing, you know, online, focusing on the online area of my business, I first came out with a mastermind program and it was a three-month online program. We had wonderful members in there. We absolutely loved and adored them. I think they loved and adored us as well. And we just had the most enlightening, joyful, happy conversations with them. We were offering really great service and really great information. They were getting an incredible amount of value and it was just a lovely two-way relationship. So we never had bad feedback and we never had anyone 
unhappy. Um, it was just a really great experience. And then I offered my high end hustlers program, which was a higher end mentoring program. Again, this was about a $5,000 kind of buy-in point and people were really happy to be there. They were getting the results. And again, the conversation was great. These are people that I still call my friends to this day. However, I remember one day jumping into the customer service email for our membership site. And I just couldn't believe how rude people were. And we hadn't changed who we were. We hadn't changed, you know, our commitment to delivering incredible value. Um, And yet people thought it was okay to speak to either me or to my staff in a particular way. And I remember sitting there kind of in disbelief and thinking, I didn't start this business to be spoken to like this. And knowing how hard my staff were working in the back end on this membership site, I just... It was kind of, yeah, like I said, the straw that broke the camel's back. That's when I decided to shut it down because just knowing how hard we were working and that my staff didn't deserve to be spoken to like this. So do be aware of that. At a lower price point, you're going to get a different kind of member. Okay, number eight for the cons. uh, Membership sites are incredibly content hungry. All right. So now this is particularly true if you are, if you're making a commitment to delivering new content every single month. Okay. So for us in our membership site, uh, I definitely threw in a lot of information in there. We had all of our checklists and we had our downloadables. And then we had a commitment every month of laying down what we called a new power pack. And so what that meant is we would get an expert in and they would record a three-part training video series for us. We'd then do worksheets around that. Then we'd have a live Q&A with them, which um, my team would set up and then I would run. We were also doing additional things like we were running face-to-face meetups. We were uh, running a monthly book club and then doing reviews on the book. We were just doing, we were really committed to offering an incredible amount of value because we we thought that that's what our members wanted and that's what would retain them. And what I have to say is that when I kind of zoomed out and had a look at my whole business of Owners Collective, our membership site was taking up 80% of our time for 20% of our results. It was incredible for the community building element and we made some great friendships and connections in there. But in terms of the content, it was really at a break-even point. And what I mean by that is the the, uh, membership site Uh, section of our business, it wasn't making or losing any money. It was basically at a break even. So in terms of what I just said about like our monthly commitment to getting experts in, it would take my team member, Alex, usually about four full days to approach the expert, uh, you know, explain the concept of everything, to get the information out of them, to lay it down, to brand it, to upload it, to doing the downloadables, the checklist, the workbooks. That would be a four-day process every single month. And that's before my time stepped in and my community manager's time stepped in as well. And you would be surprised how quickly that month comes around, right? So we wanted to maintain that commitment to an incredible amount of value, but it was so much value for the return on investment that we were getting. So like I said, it was at a break-even point, and that's being incredibly honest with you guys. And while we love the community element of it, it wasn't a profitable arm of our business. When I looked at our other programs, our signature courses, they very much were because they weren't as content hungry. And so when we added up the commitment to content, what took to get that live, as well as the admin component, there was a lot of hours going into that. 
Okay. So that kind of feeds into con number nine is that membership sites are expensive to run. You have to consider the admin cost. For us, we used to always pay our guest contributors as well because I really wanted to value their time. Uh, We had staff on, Nikki, she's wonderful, doing our community management um, and the content production. So you add all of that up, that comes at a significant cost every single month. You have to weigh that up against how many members you've got and how much they're paying every month. Now, here's that's kind of the cons. And I know that I gave you only four pros and nine cons. And I hope that if membership sites are in your site, then you really take the time to consider both of those because people will tout the benefits of membership sites, but very rarely do they talk you through the cons of membership sites. And that's what I want to do here on this podcast is really be transparent about all the things that we've tried and what's worked and what hasn't and why it hasn't. So like I said, we eventually did shut our membership site down. I have to say, The first year of it was fantastic. We absolutely loved it. We did have that reoccurring revenue coming in. It was incredible for community building. It really upped our content game. But when we got into that second year, some of those little niggles of those cons became louder and louder. And as a savvy business owner, I just couldn't ignore them any longer. I really had to do some analysis on not only the profit around the business, but also for my people, for my staff, and also for my members, were they really getting the results that we wanted them to get? And so after two years, we did close down. Now, one thing that a lot of uh, people that teach membership sites won't actually mention to you as well is that when you do offer that low price point, which has so many pros, uh, it also means that it's unsustainable to cover your admin and your marketing, okay, that you actually need to feed your funnel. So have a think about, we just talked about a lot of the costs of keeping your membership site up and running, but also think about the marketing that is going to be required to keep that membership site full. So you're going to have to be doing paid Facebook ads. You have to be coming up with new creative all of the time. It's going to take someone's time to actually be delivering, writing the emails, delivering the emails and keeping that sales funnel on the go all of the time. So guys, to wrap us up, there are definitely pros and cons to membership sites. And I hope that's given you a clearer picture. In my opinion, in many cases, the cons far outweigh the benefits and you can actually get those benefits in different models without experiencing the cons. Now, if you already have a very large community and you're only offering a high ticket item at the moment, then a membership site might be an option to scoop all of those people up uh, and be able to deliver an incredible incredible amount of value to them in a really leveraged fashion. However, if you're a smaller business or you've got a smaller audience, you might get only get a handful of people into your membership site. And when you have a look at how much are they paying, how many of them do you have, and what are those costs going to be, not only of money, but also of your time, then that gives you a kind of a better picture of what's involved in a membership site. Okay, team. So that's a wrap and I will see you in our next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you never want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. I'm also dropping some juicy business building tips on Instagram. So head over to at Owners Collective to join in the fun. And finally, folks, if you're hungry for a deep dive into the entrepreneurial story behind some of the best businesses around, be sure to listen to my other podcast, One Wild Ride, where we talk all things good business, positive impact, and epic adventures with the most inspiring entrepreneurs around.